you should make a list of all your insurance policies, including the coverage amounts, your premiums. Again, as part of the insurance area, you need to make sure you have copies of all your insurance policies. Now, today, most of them are sent electronically, so make sure you have them uh, properly stored and uh, with labeled so you can get to them and get access. And uh, what I try to do, by the way, I always download copies and save them on my computer and I back them up. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this program, we'll discuss one of the first steps you should take in getting your money affairs in order and that is to take a personal financial inventory. So let's begin. The famous proverb says, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Well, when it comes to your money, the proverb should read, the journey to financial security begins by knowing where you stand today. The financial process, if you will, the financial planning process is really pretty simple. It has two endpoints. First one, where you stand today, And the second, where you want to be at the end. To begin your financial journey, you need to have a clear understanding of your starting point. And this is done by taking what is called a personal financial inventory. In some households, when you take this inventory, it might be the first time that all parties understand their assets, their liabilities, their debt service, and their credit profile. For other households, it will create a better clear shared awareness of all things money related. So why do you create a financial inventory? Taking a financial inventory at least annually is a great way to get a clear view of your financial situation. A financial inventory is essential so you can understand your starting point. It's also a discipline to make sure you know where all your key legal documents and financial information are located. So Second question, how do you create a financial inventory? It isn't a difficult task, but it can be time consuming depending upon how organized you are and how complex your financial situation is. I recommend setting aside a recurring block of time each week where you can gather information, documents, and other pertinent information. In the process, you may find areas where you can simplify your finances. I take those if you will, those improvement areas, put them off to the side, then they might include getting digital copies of all your information, signing up for electronic delivery of account statements, put that information aside, work on that later as you as you spend time each month. Because if you do that while at the same time taking the inventory, I think it lengthens the process. In your financial inventory, you want to create a complete list of all your financial accounts, your assets, your debts slash obligations, real estate holdings, the valuable property you have, this would include artwork or jewelry, your insurance policies, retirement accounts, all your supporting legal documents, and and very important today, the contact information relating to managing your finances. When you do bring all this information together, you begin to collect it, it should be as of a common date. Say you do it as of June 30th or September 30th, some month end, if you will, for all of your information. 
And the other benefit by doing it this way is you're gonna have all this information available. So if you do wanna meet with a financial professional, you'll have all the information there right for that person to help them as they do their job. So let's begin to delve into the detail here. There are five key steps you need to take to create your personal financial inventory. The first is number one, for all of your accounts, you should take this into consideration. The overall list and the supporting documentation that you, you gather should include all the detail, all the nitty gritty. Maybe you do this on a spreadsheet, you write it down on a, on, on a sheet of paper, all of the contact information, addresses, account numbers, the website address, the usernames, your passwords, and any other information necessary to access and service these accounts. Maybe you've got a, a double secret password that you need to put in. You need to have all that information somewhere. And again, this information can be sensitive. So when you're done gathering it all, you might want to put it in a safe deposit box at your bank, or you might want to put it in an encrypted file to make sure you've protected it on your computer and backed up online. And if you prefer to keep your account password list separate, again, that's a great idea. Just make sure it's in a safe location and it's protected. So that applies for all of your accounts. Now let's, let's delve if you will, a little deeper. Step two, you need to list all of your financial assets. So what you need to do is gather the balance or the value of all your financial assets as of that common date, say, let's say June 30th. And this would include all of your bank account information for your savings, checking, money market. If you're in a credit union, those credit union statements also. All of your brokerage and investment accounts, any health savings accounts you have, your retirement accounts, if you have any IRAs or 401k plans, pensions or annuities, having that information and keeping it is important. I can't tell you how important that was for me personally. I had kept information from 20 years ago that proved to be very valuable when I went, went it to collect pension amounts that were due to me. You also need to have all the information for the educational accounts, any 529 plans, your real estate and for real estate that you have, you don't have to go nuts coming up with a value for it. You might want to go to Zillow, Redfin, or Realtor.com and get an estimated value for the real estate that you own. And then lastly, any holdings of any cryptocurrencies, and that's a very sensitive topic today, and, and make sure the passwords for that information is available. So that's number two, the financial assets. Step three, you need to make a list of all of the liabilities and debts that you owe. And again, this would be as of the common date, June 30th. And that list should include all of the lender contact information, the account numbers, interest rates, key loan terms, and the amount owed for each loan and for which you, or a loan for which you're a cosigner, those you borrowed directly or any for which you are a cosigner. And for each type of obligation, be sure you have all of the key information from the lender, account numbers, contact information. And uh, again, once you see all this debt information in front of you, it might create an awareness of what you might be able to do to better manage that debt. Okay, step four, you need to list all of your assurance and other financial accounts. And I can't tell you how important this is. You should make a list of all your insurance policies, including the coverage amounts, your premiums, and the uh, due dates for those premiums. This could help you also every couple of years when you go to reprice the, or re, rebid these, if you will, or look for a better price, having that information handy is going to make it that, that task a lot easier for you. 
Again, as part of the insurance area, you need to make sure you have copies of all your insurance policies. Now, today, most of them are sent electronically, so make sure you have them uh, properly stored and uh, with labeled so you can get to them and get access. And uh, what I try to do, by the way, I always download copies and save them on my computer and I back them up. And when I talk about insurance, it really should cover all the coverages that you have. You might not, as you sit down to look at this, you might be surprised at how many coverages you have, but you know, your health insurance, dental, homeowners or renter, uh, vehicle insurance, life insurance, disability slash income protection insurance that you have, and any long-term care coverage that you have. And um, as part of this category of insurance and other assets, you should make sure you have a, a listing of any other valuable assets you own. Maybe you've got uh, some artwork that was handed down in your family, or maybe you're like me, you've got uh, a large amount of airline or rewards points that have cash value. You need to make sure those are listed and such that uh, someone can get to them if needed. And then lastly, some just ballpark estimate of your personal belongings, such as furniture and electronics, so you can get some reasonable estimate of, of, of what you have so that you can insure it properly. Step five, you need to gather any other financially related legal documents. And I'll give you some examples of what these might be. You might wanna have copies of your credit scores, your will, please have a will uh, and, and have it all, that, that's a key document. If you have a durable power of attorney, a financial power of attorney, older individuals may have this, any divorce decrees, cohabitation agreements, any tax records, you need to make sure you have all your, your tax return records for the requisite number of years, all beneficiary designations for your key accounts, uh, make sure those are all there and current, because remember, you got to update those uh, periodically, particularly if there are life events in your family. And any other legal documents for any businesses that you own, that could be very important if something would happen. And then lastly, if you are more forward-looking, maybe you have an estate plan or other more sophisticated legal documents, make sure you have all those together. So let me summarize this quick session for today. Taking a periodic financial inventory will help give you and your family a complete picture of your financial situation and create the starting point or status check you need. You will clearly see the assets you've accumulated and the debts you have incurred. It will also force you to know where your key documents are located. I can't tell you how important that is. Once you have your inventory completed, I recommend you update it at least annually or every time there's a major life event in your family, such as a birth or unfortunately a death in the family, if you move, if you get a new job, you purchase a new home, or you start or sell a business. So overall, that's it for today. And we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.